let me give the proper introductions ladies and gentlemen you are now tuned in to let's talk battle rap podcast the battle rap podcast of new york and today the battle rap podcast of wisconsin we got <laughs> on the line with us is today our resident team member tim the genius and along with tim the genius we have world-renowned dj i'm talking about this guy has put in work from the mixtape circuits to being dj for killer mike to now being dj for run of jewels to having one of the best rap merch lines going on right now with rap fan ladies and gentlemen we have none other on the line than track star the dj track star welcome to the let's talk battle rap podcast my brother how are you doing tonight man welcome man i'm 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 great. I'm excited for a for a chance to talk talk battle rap. You know. Yeah, man. Tim's been telling always, me that. Always fun. You are a, 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 an avid battle rap fan. You've been around. You've been in some rooms where some crazy battles have gone down, and I can't wait to talk about it all, man. But first, how do you even become a DJ coming up out of Wisconsin? Like, how did that even get into your mind? How did you fall into hip hop and start this journey as track star the dj sure. well um you know uh growing up i you know i wasn't like you know I, I wasn't like super into rap when i was like you know single digits or whatever but then as i got in teens i started hearing more stuff and i started started you know paying attention casually and i started hearing like tribe and wu-tang and got mm-hmm. you know like obsessed um and then honestly you know i met i met tim i've known tim 20 I don't know what, 20, 20, 22 years or something like yeah, that. Now, yeah, yeah, years, right. know. yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, like by the time I met him, you know, I was, I was collecting a lot of CDs and listening to a lot of shit, but you know, like I know there now I know there was a lot of people around me that were listening to it, but at the time in Wisconsin, it's not like I was surrounded by the culture, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it wasn't, it wasn't really, it wasn't really apparent you know, where, where this, where that kind of stuff was happening. So I was kind of like in my own little world. It was just me in the UCD store. Yeah. And, you know, like the, the early rap internet. And then I met this dude, Tim, mm-hmm. who, um, at, at, as you're aware, he's a big, uh, guy. He's big into like cataloging. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. lyrics. That's a fucking fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he likes typing stuff up and he has a list of all his CDs. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Right. And because uh, we cause we had met through, I guess through like an email list on the internet, like early, yeah. early, early, early rap internet, wow, like the crazy forums. Rap internet, yeah, the group, like 90, the chat, yeah, ninety six, ninety seven, yeah, oh the AOL you know, like, days, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I mean it was definitely an email list. It wasn't like I don't even know if there was forum. Like I don't think I was even on forums at that point. No, uh, no. And yeah, he sent. You know, I was like, I was like, I don't know. I never met anyone from the internet before. It's kind of weird. And then he <laughs> sent me his list of CDs, and I was like. Oh yeah, I need to meet this dude from the internet immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, and so you know, I mean, so we started hanging out and and turn, you know, turning each other on to whatever we were listening to. And then um, you know, I mean, I was just a fan until I got to college. And then, kind of similar, I went to the the radio station. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just because I'd met a dude who was like the hip hop director at the radio station there. And I walked in and they just had walls of vinyl and they just had like two whole walls of hip hop vinyl. I'm just looking through it. I'm like, yo, this is every record I've ever wanted to hear. Wow. And like all these records I never even knew existed. So 
so immediately I was just like, I need access to this. And they're like, oh, well, if you got a show, you can come here anytime. And I was like, well, I guess I need to be at a radio show. <laughs> that's literally, that's, that, that's, that, that's literally how I started DJing. It wasn't because I wanted to play music for people. What? It's because I wanted to hear music. Wow. So that's crazy. Yeah, so that's a crazy I started a show and, uh, yeah, and it's funny. I've actually never described it like, like it just hit me that I'm like, yo, I didn't start DJing because I wanted to play music for people. <laughs> like, this, this is literally the first time I've like thought about it that way. I'm like, I became a DJ so I could hear more music. That's oh my wild. god, that sounds like um, the guy who. Uh, but that I mean, that that sounds like the guy who who starts selling weed just so he can smoke for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that. That makes sense because I was that guy too. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> hey man, at also, least you, at least you're consistent. You know what I'm saying? You know, I basically sell sell three quarters of it so I can smoke the quarter. Oh, uh, I'm out. Statues of limitations are over, man. That's like 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least you're consistent. That's I mean, pretty crazy, though, man. But even all right, yeah, but, but so, going so, from there though, going from there just to hear the records, and now you have a show, and because now we know you as a crazy DJ with crazy skills who can do everything. Like, what what was the first steps you took to learn how to actually mix, cut, scratch, put it all together? You know, as opposed to just listening to the records. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was always into mixtapes, and I was always into, like, DJ-based music, too. Like, DJ Shadow, who makes, like, instrumental hip-hop. Oh, was, yeah, like, yeah. He's, like, still, like, my favorite. My, he's, like, my favorite dude. From Japan, right? So I was always into the DJ stuff. No, no, no. Uh, Crush is from Japan. Shadow's from uh, the Bay Area. Okay, uh, my bad, my bad. Uh-huh. No, yeah, it's all good. Um, so, you know, I was always into DJ stuff, so I was already kind of, like, thinking about it. I just wasn't really messing with it. And then there was... You know, there was a, the DJ who had the show before mine on the station was DJ Mike 2600, who's still an absolutely incredible DJ uh, in Minnesota, Minneapolis. Um, and so he gave me some lessons, kind of, and, I, you know, I, I learned from watching him. And, you know, I mean, if you ask me, I'm still not all that good, but especially in college, I was not any good at all. But then I started getting out into the St. Louis scene and seeing the DJs in St. Louis, which St. Louis has a very underrated DJ scene. Um, I mean, underrated rap scene too, although battle rap is like the only place where St. Louis kind of gets its just due in hip hop. Yeah. Um, I want to break in real quick. The one thing that I want to point out is back in like the early 80s, like no one knew what scratching was and shit until like Herbie Hancock came out at the Grammys and their DJ started scratching stuff. And people were like, yo, what is scratching? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And so like in today's hip hop, they don't do much scratching. And so what's wild to me about Trackstar is like with Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels has like in every one of their sets, they have a part where Gabe just gets to fucking, you know, show his skills and whatever and just go to town. But then also in the songs and stuff. And so I bring that up to say, he's like the modern day Herbie Hancock, you know, where, where he's introducing people to scratching. Uh, the younger generation, like they're not even familiar with it. They just they just hear like a little scratch sample or something, but they don't actually see people cutting not on like a, a not on like a main stage or in like popular music. And like there isn't a bigger group than Run the Jewels that's actually DJ out there. And so it's it's wild to me to to, to know that Trackstar is this guy who's like introducing a whole new group of fans to that art form. 
facts. Yeah, it, it is really crazy when I when I look out at the crowd and I like realize like especially when it's a younger crowd, you know, or it's a lot of people who you know we got a lot of fans that aren't necessarily mainly rap fans. Like we got a lot of fans who are like rock and roll dudes or heavy metal dudes, but you know we're the one rap group they like type shit. Right. Mm. So yeah, it's it's crazy to me to like just realize like damn. You've probably never seen someone scratch live before. And I'm like, damn, it's, it's a shame it's me. You should get someone good, you know? Like, <laughs> but uh, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking all the people that would be even cooler for them to be seeing, you know, like, uh, you know, on a virtuoso level and all that. But, um, right. yeah, you know, like it's, uh, yeah, you know, I just, I just got out there in the scene and got influenced by the St. Louis DJs. You know, I mean, there's so many just incredible Charlie Chan and Needles and Slide Decks and, DJ Crucial and, you know, I'm going to leave people out, but there's, you know, all these dudes that I watched on a week, you know, weekly basis, listen to their radio shows and, you know, absorb a little bit from each one of them. And I was always like, am, like ambitious, but also really enthusiastic. Yeah. And I think that's the bigger part of it. And that's where the rap fan shit comes from is like, it comes from a place of passion and like being excited about it, you know? Like, so, that's kind of how I ended up doing as many things as I did, is I was always like, oh, shit, I like listening to that. That seems cool. Oh, I like I like listening to mixtapes. Let me make a mixtape. Oh, I like listening to, you know, you know, I just, I, just everything that I saw happen, and I just tried to get into it, yeah. It's funny that you say that, because when you are actually living the hip-hop culture itself and not just a fan of the music, you actually start to dibble and dabble in everything, like... I was never a great graffiti writer, but tr I tried to make tags, you know, like I messed up quite a few right. records, <laughs> scratching the needle across it back and forth, wondering right. how they made that sound. You know, I tried to spit right. on the floor, try to do something. And it's funny because the younger fans who are listening to this show right now, like they don't understand the DJ when hip hop started, the DJ was the man, you know, like he was God of the party. There was literally velvet ropes around him and you couldn't even come around. Like if you, you couldn't get clearance from certain people, like it was just a different thing. And to think how everything switched around, it became about the rapper. And then all of a sudden, like for years, you may not even see a DJ on the stage, you know? And so it's just dope to know that there's definitely a resurgence coming back and with vinyl coming back and with stage right. shows, people realizing how much drama it adds on the stage. Like, it's good to see it coming back, man. What do you feel about the place yeah, of the man. DJ in hip hop uh, right now, Trackstar? You know, I mean, technology, like you can't argue with technology. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. like, I'm, I can't really make like a whole lot of value judgments because the world's going to go the way it's going to go. Like as technology advances, things happen the way they happen and there's no point in trying to like reverse certain shit yeah you do not so, need to be carrying you know, 300 records on your back man <laughs> yeah you know like 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 i can't pick and choose like i love serato i'm so happy serato's here you know like i mean like you said i don't want to be carrying a thousand records everywhere uh -huh. i love the fact that you know 15 years ago if you go to a party and i'm like yo this is gonna be an underground party and then you sh you know i show up with my four crates of records and then I show up, I'm like, oh, damn, it's all, like, 20-year-old white girls that want to hear <laughs> fucking Nelly Furtado and, you know, you know, whatever else. Yeah. It's like, shit, I guess you're listening to uh, Helter Skelter and Brother <laughs> Ali, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have the option to play you anything else. Like, oh, that's what I got. Le flor, le flor, escoshka. Yes, you know. <laughs> In a, in a Serato realm, it's like I can show up, be like, "Oh shit, it's not that kind of party. It's this yep. kind of party." Click other crate. Switch. I've got 500 songs in that genre. You know, right. click other crate. 
oh, oh, all of a sudden they're asking for reggae. Okay, I got 500 reggae songs. You know, like right. whatever it is, right. you can just all all turn at the drop of a hat. You know, like there'd be so many times at parties back in the day where I'd be like, ah, oh, man, this record would be perfect right now, but I didn't bring it because I didn't think, you know. <laughs> right. And now, that, and now that never happens because I have all my records with me all the time. And what's crazy is I could even download a record if the club's got the right Wi-Fi. Wow. <laughs> you know? Things you don't know, change, like, like, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I keep throwing the Jules show files in my Dropbox. So it's like, you can steal my laptop an hour before the show. You still got and it. And as long as someone else has a laptop, the show will go on. Serato, download the file, and I can play it. Yeah, you know? That's crazy, um, man. Wow. So, you know, so I, so I appreciate the technology. Obviously, it's also made it easier for anyone to, quote, unquote, become a DJ. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it's made it less important for people to develop all the all the skills and have all the experiences that, you know, made me who I am. But mm-hmm. it's a different era. So for me personally, I wish more groups put more emphasis on it. But right. I get you know, like I understand the dynamics of it and kids didn't grow up with it the same way. So I don't, you know, like you can't be like, no, you need to have people break dancing during your, you know, during your rap <laughs> set. Like, 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 like no, no matter how hard you try, you're not going to have Mo Bamba having the Rocksteady crew oh, as your backup God. dancers. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Mo a song, well, you know, whatever dude's name Yo, that's hilarious. Yeah. No, Yo, but, uh, so... So when you were in St. Louis, I remember you were making just crazy mixtapes. Like how many, you did fifty plus, right? How, how many did you do in St. Oh, Louis? it's like it's like a it's like a hundred and hundred and sixty or something. I don't even yeah, yeah, I don't even yeah. know at this point. So um, you knew you knew everyone who was down with that scene, right? I mean, you just if someone was making music, you were there, you knew about them, you were like at the heart of what was going on. So can you? I, tell I mean, I definitely tried to be for sure. Yeah. So can you tell us, how did you end up being at a club where Hitman Holla started battling Remy D? Mm. So so for that one, so yeah, so so it's crazy. All like the principles in the battle rap St. Louis shit, I've got like different, different ways that I like knew them or kind of knew them or like whatever. So like, so that one, I was doing a night at this venue called the Old Rock House. Okay. And so... I mean, just just real quick to set the to set the stage for this. So my battle rap history, like I was really into battle rap, like conceptually, you know, just like canvas that world, mm-hmm. you know, like late nineties. Uh, like I had Blaze battles on VHS and all yes. that. Yes. Um, I never went to Scribble Jam, which was always a regret. And now that I'm into this shit the way I am, it's even more yeah. of a regret. Yeah. We fucked uh, up, man. I, we fucked up, man. I could. I could have got so many, like my manager was, my manager now was there every year. I knew him then. I just never rolled with him. Wow. Like mm. all my people were there. I just never, I just, I was having fun in St. Louis. I always had an event going on, you know, I had weekly parties every week and all that. So I just never like moved around that much at that time, at that point. So, and like, like I started my St. Louis hip hop career throwing battles. Now, oh, wow. you know, they were on beat free, you know, on beat freestyle type battles. I had battles at my house. Mm. Like, right. At the mansion. Like, at the mansion, like seven-time Freestyle Friday champ Chef Poe battled at my house a ton of times. Wow. Like, that's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, like Big Will, who also won Freestyle Friday seven times. Like, yep. the High Point Cafe is, like, where we all, you know, did our shit every Monday. Young Ill used to be up there yeah. all the time. I've known Ill forever. They say he was out there but just as a young kid, killing it weekly. 
yo, kill. Like, not even weekly, though. Like, it's like Tef and Big Will and, like, a bunch of dudes were there, like, every week. Mm -hmm. And, like, their consistency was crazy that every week they'd be, like, the dominant forces. And, you know, one week Tef would have the best verse and one week Will would and one week Rocky would and all these dudes. But Hill would just show up, like, every, like, three, four, five weeks. Yeah. And just had this little, like, glow to him. You know, mm. and part of it was the fact that he wasn't around every week, so it was, like, an extra special occasion. Right. But, you know, also, he's just, like, he's just got that charisma, and, like, I'm not even lying when I say I was listening to his PSA hip-hop interview when my phone rang to take this call. Mm. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Three Letter um, Man. That was a dope interview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I was actually pissed off you guys interrupted this, but, you know, I'll get it. No, say, so you got to see Young Ill at his very, very, very beginning, man. Like, did you, so you knew immediately, like, he was super special once the first few times that you saw him performing? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, like, I've got a lot of hazy memories of the high point, because, I mean, we were drinking, and I was there every Monday. And it is called the high point. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, like, like, him on stage is one of like the images that I can see in my head pretty well. Like I remember moments of watching him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I, you know, like it was a lot of amazing dudes up there and it wasn't necessarily that he was that much better than anyone else, but the way he'd just show up and like kill shit, like any night he showed up, he pretty much was like the, the, the talk of the, of the cypher or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Hey, um, you know what? Real quick. Um, Young Ill and Tef Poe, they're like related, right? They're stepbrothers or something like that. Uh, yeah, so, I, I want to say God brothers, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so, some along so, those lines. I was so, isn't it weird that Big Will and Tef Poe went on Freestyle Friday? Why didn't Young Ill ever do that, you think? You know, I don't know. Like, you know, and I don't know, I don't know how people even really ended up getting on there i don't know how often it was like whether it was auditions i remember listening to uh, a lux interview where like he got called and asked to do it like i don't know if they called for people or if like you just had to like go like i feel like tess and will both took trips to new york just to try out for it right so you know depending on what you had going on in your real life you might not right. be able to just mm-hmm. fly out to fly or drive out to new york just to just right. for a chance Right. To do something that wasn't that wasn't going to pay any money anyway. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like it that definitely took like a special kind of dedication. Like you had to really want to do it, like Hell that specific yeah. thing. So, um, another name that was at the high point that used to kill it, and that I had a mix had on a mixtape in 2005 that I think is a, a underrated person in the St. Louis battling history, but that you definitely know about is Meta. Oh yeah, definitely really? Meta Battle Cortez. Yep. Meta's definitely been around. Um, yeah, yeah. Meta, Meta battles a lot of people. That dude, like, that dude used to kill it. Um, yo, yeah, yo, I, had a, I had him on a mixtape early. Yo, I, w- I was going to say, I think um, when Cortez battled Young Ill, and then he found out that that battle was vaulted, he ended up using the bars he was going to use against Young Ill, and he used them against Meta. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he I didn't even did. know that. That's crazy. The St. Louis battle scene, has it always been there? Like even most people's memory of battle rap starts around smack. And but you're mm-hmm. you you've go back to the Blaze era and you know all that stuff beforehand. How what was the scene like in St. Louis as far as battle rap went? You know, obviously there's like the street scene and then like the backpacker scene. Uh-huh. So like the Blue, Blueberry Hill on Fridays was like the like kind of straight backpacker scene. 
Mm-hmm. And then there was like the street shit, which is where Verb was and Hitman, like at these spots called Saints and, and stuff. Um, and I didn't go to those spots as much. Like I'd be at them a little bit. But then the high point was kind of where the streets and the backpacker shit met. So mm. the high point, anyone who came to the high point was like my world. Mm. And there was always, I mean, there was always talent there. I mean, like I said, there's two, there's two seven time Freestyle Friday champs right. that were weekly mm. up there, you know, plus Young Ale, plus Meta. Um, and I know Verb was up there some, um, but you know, not as much as some of the other guys because he was just kind of on, on, on a different scene. So what's funny is like, I was always really into lyricism. Like lyricism is my favorite part of hip hop, always has been. And I was always into the battles, but then like between like 06, just like starting in 06, I was doing the mixtapes, I was DJing in clubs a lot, and I just wasn't paying as much attention to the world of battling. Uh-huh. Like I was tangentially aware of grind time and smack, but I just never had like a friend who was like, yo, you need to see this. So I never really paid it. I never really paid attention. Like I knew it existed. I didn't really under, like I didn't really know much about it. So I've got this weird gap where from like 06 to like 20, like 13 or something like that. Mm. I wasn't, I I wasn't paying it. I wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I I was just doing other shit. I I moved city to city. So I was, you know, I was like in clubs and doing mixtapes and stuff like that more so than, you know, I I didn't used to use YouTube. I mean, it tends the same way. I know I didn't use YouTube like as a, like as a thing. Mm-hmm. Until I started paying attention to battle rap, yo, that's so the same like way I, I got YouTube into YouTube. Across something, that's the same yeah, exact yeah, way I got into YouTube through battle rap, actually yeah, through the yeah. Philly battle rap scene, and, right? And now that we on the podcast, it's like I find myself on YouTube all day, just like <laughs> bouncing from battle to battle. Even earlier, before uh, getting together for this uh, for this interview, like I went back and looked at the um, the Holla versus Remedy battle. And I'm like, whoa, I'm looking at the quality. I'm looking at, like, Young Verb back there. I'm looking at uh, Young Ill, like a super young, young Ill. And I'm like, yo, this thing is 10 years old, man. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And Remedy was going crazy in that battle, man. Looking back at it, I know Hitman Holla. You know, knowing who Hitman Holla is now, you're sitting back going, yo, Remedy is kind of cooking him, man, in this battle. What was it like being in there for that battle? Yeah, so so I was DJing regular at the old rock house, and uh-huh. I get an email from, um, I don't think it was International P. Who's the dude handling the business for them? Oh, um, uh, Nick. The time. Executive Nick, I believe. Nick, Executive Nick. Executive yeah. Nick. I got an email from Executive Nick, and he was like, yo, I'm Executive Nick with Fight Club. I wasn't, you know, again, that's another thing. Like, I knew Fight Club existed, but I didn't really know what it was, uh-huh. for real. And, you know, I was like, all right. I was like, cool. I love battles, you know, mm-hmm. like, like the, the night that I was doing there wasn't like popping yet. I just started it. So I was like, cool, we'll do this thing. You know, it'll be, it'll be good for everybody. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I was like the DJ for the night. Um, I ended up judging that battle and I actually voted for Remy. I believe Hitman won like the whole, like the whole night, but I actually, my vote went to Remy. Oh, okay. So you were uh, that one. I do yeah. remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, the um, they have I, another. I actually, I actually always. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. I, I was at the one with Hitman with his shirt off. Okay, uh, that was the one I was referring beat. to. Actually, yeah, that's okay. that's yeah, the yeah. one I was referring to. Like that one in the okay. in the building was like whoa. Like you can see Hitman had performance and everything and moving around, but it's like 
the lyrics just weren't quite there yet. Like the punches just weren't really there yet. And Remy D was sharp, man. He was on some like straight killer, like almost like Wu Tang ish, almost in a way. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wow. Looking at it ten years later, I'm like, those lines from Remy D was still pretty damn sharp. And mm. you know, you're looking at Hitman and you realize where he is now. But you look at that and you're like, yo. This dude has come a long way, man. Like, what did you, yeah. what did you think about that? Yeah. It's crazy, those connections where, you know, so I, I judged that battle. Mm-hmm. And, like, Remy was kind of on our scene. Like, I'd, I'd see him around, see his name on flyers and stuff. Yeah. But that was probably the only experience I really had with Hitman, like, while I lived in St. Louis. So I left St. Louis in mm-hmm. 09, which, which sucks, because that's exactly when yeah, URL kicking and up. Street Status started, you know. So, like, I left in 09. So if I had been around, I definitely would have gotten drawn into that world, right. you know. Like, again, I knew, oh, I knew about street status, but I never went to any of their events. Mm-hmm. I knew about Word War. I knew about Verb. Um, and it's funny because when I met Verb again, like, at the bunker, actually, when he battled Thesaurus, yeah. mm, uh, you know, I, like, went up to him. I introduced myself. I'm like, yo, you know, blah, blah, blah. We know the same people. I remember, I remember you from back in the day or whatever, and... He's like, yeah, take my number. And I typed his number to my phone, and I already had it. Wow. <laughs> I literally didn't. Like, I'm a, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand people who lose phones and lose all their contacts. I don't lose any contacts. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> right. So I save every number that's ever been in my phone. So I must have got his number in, like, 07 or 08 or something. He must not have changed it uh, or wow. something like that. But, and I don't even remember, I don't even remember when, when I would have, like, met him for real. Like, that. you know, I knew we were in the same world, but. So it's funny, you know, like, and then Hala, you know, like, I didn't even remember that I, I mean, I remember the event, uh-huh. but until Direct hit me, Direct hit me, was like, yo, I was just watching this battle and you were the judge. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so he sent me a clip and I was like, yo, I remember that event. I did not realize that fucking wiling out, you know, uh, you know, million view, every battle Hitman Hala was at that event or Remy. Yeah. Right. Um, and it turns out T uh, Dub O was at that event too. Yeah. He's like a good. I mean, I talk to T Dub like almost every day. Like that's like a friend of mine now. I didn't even know him. I didn't even know about him back then. But Shout apparently, he was at T-Dub. that battle. Yeah, I just saw him on Sway in the morning. Yeah. The, uh, the the other morning, man. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. I just I was just talking to him last night, getting him to to, to send me that record so I could uh so I could play something on my radio show. Uh, yeah, the smoking um, section. Yeah, I talked I talked to Dub. Yeah, I talked to Dub all the time. So, yeah, it's crazy how, like, you know, I left St. Louis and I kind of left battle rap in a way and then come back to it and all these connections are there from, you know, from way back. Yo, so yeah. you so you ended up voting for Remy D. You ended up losing, right? right. You kinda uh, have, yeah, I believe so. You, you kind of have a history of voting for people who lose. Let's talk <laughs> about that. Yes. <laughs> pretty much, pretty, pretty, pretty much 100% of the time. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm, Yo, hey. I'm, I'm I'm DJ dissenting opinion. <laughs> hey, hey, um, hey, I'm trying to remember, man. We were at Blackout Six. Um, what what were the last words nice. that were said at Blackout Six? I'm trying to remember. Um, the very last words before they closed out the whole event. Do you remember? Oh shit! 
Did Rome say something terrible? Like, didn't Rome say something to me? Yeah, he did. I, I literally, I literally forgot that happened. I don't remember what he said, but I remember he said something like, "Yeah," and the judge who voted against me, "Fuck you," or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you. I'm yeah, sure you remember. Yeah. I, I absolutely do, man. Yeah. So, 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 Trackstar <laughs> was asked hilarious. the judge uh-huh. the title match of Rome versus Ilmac, and voted for Ilmac. One and he voted for Ilmac. He's the one judge who voted for Ilmac <laughs> over Rome. And so Rome's like just won the chain and he's like he's up there like flexing. He's like, Yeah, oh, I love you guys. I love King of the Dot. I love everyone here in here. Except for that one judge who voted against me. Fuck that guy. Yo. And then and then, and then the event ends. So the very last words are, except for that one judge, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh my god! So that was you. He was it's talking about amazing. man. I was yeah. I was watching that battle earlier, and I was like, who? I was like, I hope that ain't Trackstar. Who he's talking about? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, what made you vote for Ilman? Tim, you, Tim, you might remember more about my life than I do at this point. For real, man. Um, yeah, I, I, sm- I, sm- I smoke a lot more weed than Tim does. So, you know. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Yo, oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then there was one other judge battle at that event. And that was yeah. Jonai versus Psychosis. I watched that battle earlier too, man. Man, I love that. That's one of my all-time favorite battles, man. But Psychosis uh, yeah, raps Psychosis. so fast, man. I love Psychosis, man. And he's like and, dancing and, around and, and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I in the building, I thought Psychosis won clearly. Really? And I remember that. Yeah. Oh, he's easy and i remember like coming up to you after it and then after after the battle was over i remember coming up to you and just like in my mind being like man i hope you voted for psychosis and you're like yo i did because it was it was like a two three split decision right yeah yeah it was me me and poison pen voted for psychosis which made me feel better okay all right at least you weren't alone this time you know yeah if if pen felt the way i did but see that one at the time, I felt really conflicted about. Like I remember, they were like, "We need your vote," and I'm like, "Ah, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> And and like you know, I watched it like two or three more times, and every time I'd either switch my opinion or say, at, at the very least, I understand anyone who said John I won. Like right. that right. one, yeah. That, <laughs> that that one, I almost say maybe I was wrong. I still stand by the the Hillmac over wrong. I just really? I didn't care for the that I didn't care for that weird. Eighteen thousand dollars per square inch scheme or whatever that right, shit was. Right. I thought that was I thought that was dumb. There's there's a couple of other things, and I thought I thought Ilmax rebuttals. I really value rebuttals. Yeah. Like even even especially if they're complex at all, because even mm-hmm. if there's a, a, a pre written element to them, the fact that you can figure out how to weave it in and mm-hmm. remember it. Yeah, he had a crazy mid round like, rebuttal in that battle. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and like like that that Diddy remix rebuttal. I don't remember yeah. exactly. What it was, uh, but I remember yeah. looking. Uh, I remember looking around the room like, y'all are bugging. No one cares about that. No, so, man, I don't we, know. I we mean, were, we weren't bugging, man. I, I don't think he delivered that one as 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 cleanly as he could have. Like I think it was a you know he sputtered sure, just a little sure, bit, but but, it, but but it was the rebuttal. So you know, I mean, I'll allow a little bit of you know imperfect anyway, delivery. Yeah. It's different if you know now. Now the 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 macaroni or whatever the shit was. Obviously that counts against him, and I think that was the round that I would have gave Jerome, the one where where Ilmax stumbled on his written shit. But I don't know. You know, I feel I feel okay about that one. And regardless, I'm glad I voted. Even if I'm wrong, I'm glad I voted for Ilmax because yeah. it definitely shouldn't have been five zero. No, like it wasn't like he didn't get fucking steamrolled. So at the very least, 
it should be a four to one, not a five zero. Even if I, you know, even if I'm wrong, which obviously you can't objectively say anyway. But even if I'm wrong, I'm cool with I'm cool with making it not a five zero because that just wouldn't feel right overall, right. you know. So and, and like I I think about that now because you know we see judge decisions and we see people debate them, and I remember like I remember you being like stressed, being like, yo, it was I bugging? Like, it, am I crazy for thinking that Ilmac won that? You got a lot of weight in your hands, you know? Who's going to take the chain for King of the Dow? It's a big fucking decision, right? And when they asked me to do that, I literally was like, I shouldn't do this. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, because, well, I do know lyricism and I know battle rap, you know, going back a certain amount of time and I understand a lot of the dynamics of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know King of the Dot history that well. I didn't know the, the history, you know, like, I just felt like there was literally probably 200 people in that room that knew that like should have been better qualified to do it. You know what I'm saying? Just cause, just cause, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just feel like it should be someone that's like seen all their own battles and seen all the Elmax battles and know the dynamics. Cause if you, if you miss a reference, right. And it's that reference that makes something dope, but I don't get the reference cause I've only been watching King of the Doc for three years. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I just, I just don't think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nameless, Poison Pen, I forget who, who the other judges were, but, you know, they all made sense because they were there for everything, and they, you know, they had the perspective. And I understand, you know, they also might have inherent biases from being around people, whereas I didn't know Roan or Ilmac right. or, you know. Right. right. But I still felt weird about it, like, when they were like, hey, man, we want you to judge Joan Ivers' psychosis. I'm like, dude, this is, I guess, you know. But I wasn't going to say no, you know, right. as a fan, right. like, you know. So it was at the same time. It was super cool. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Uh, Poison pen, quill, head ice, nameless, and you. You guys were the of course five judges. Of course, you know all five judges. That's incredible. Um, (laughs) Wow, cataloged it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, Judges for Blackout Six. Hmm, Let me hear. (laughs) (laughs) Nameless. Um, but but I think I just realized like how stressful being a judge can be, and I think you I think you kind of downplayed like your battle rap knowledge because you know we've heard like people like Real Deal talk about like yo yeah I won that battle but the fucking judge didn't even remember my name right he called me Real Talk instead of Real Deal <laughs> or, so you know like you you've been watching battle rap for a long time you were like heavily involved in, in, in all that and the fact that it weighed on you like said a lot like you knew how big of a of an impact that that this battle would actually have I don't, yeah i just remember you that night man you wanted to go back and like rewatch it. you're like yo did i fuck up did i fuck up you know and thank god that you voted for ilmec because you're totally right had it been 5-0 to roan bad that it wasn't right it just doesn't look right that doesn't sound right. right yeah no so no. I, I am i'm glad that i was on the losing side because that means like my vote wouldn't have made a difference if I changed my mind about either battle. It still would have been what it was. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to like, I don't have, I don't have to be like, fuck! I changed the fucking uh, dimension yeah. king of the dot forever. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. The whole trajectory, the, the oh, butterfly effect. Yeah, <laughs> right. For real. Really, really, I just got a really, I just got a cool story and didn't make a difference at all. So it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. no, that's great. Well, you know, since then, Ilmac hasn't lost a match, man. Yeah, yeah. He's been undefeated since uh, then. Well, so. I think really the turning point is the next day after the battle, I gave him a rap fan hat 
So I think once he had that hat, that kind of like hold, <laughs> held his power, you know, like that, that like unlocked the next level for yeah. him. All of yeah, a sudden, he's yeah, six yeah. feet tall now. <laughs> I mean, literally, no one has ever lost rap battle wearing a rap fan hat. That's the right. fact. I mean, no one's ever won one either because I don't think anyone's ever worn a rap fan hat in a battle. But no one has ever lost one, and that's the statistic that matters. Undefeated, man. Like Cassidy. Undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you're yeah. undefeated. I'll- uh, also unvictorious, but we're focusing on the undefeated. <laughs> Listen, man, the glass is half full, my brother. Right, we're all right. optimists out here, man. Yeah, for real. Man. that's right, that's right. I was, I was just going to talk about uh, wilding out because um, Run the Jewels went wilding, on wilding out. Wilding, wilding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and can you talk about that experience a little bit? Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was funny because you know, for Mike and Al, I mean, obviously they were like hyped about it. I know Mike. I think he already knew Nick at that point, but I knew he had respect for Nick Cannon, and, you know, so that was cool. And, you know, and obviously Mike loves, like, Mike was great on the show and all that, so, you know, they were kind of hyped about it, but I was like, really, we're doing Wild Out? You guys, Charlie Clifton competed in Hitman, you know what I'm saying? They're like, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, what? You mean Nick Cannon's show? I'm like, Dude, fuck Nick Cannon, man. Conceded, and, you know. <laughs> I was like, Holla, I was like, I was like I'm, I'm gonna get to see these guys work live, you know? Like, I've never seen, um, I've seen clips and, and, and Hitman battle live, but I've never seen, you know, that's my only experience being conceded, so, you know, that was cool. Wow. Um, and, you know, I got to, I got to chop it up with clips for a while. He was, he was, he was cool as hell. Um, I didn't really get a chance to talk to uh, Hitman or, or, or Conceded very much. Um, hey, what was your was one of, uh, It was one of his early, um, it was one of his early things. It was right after the Averb, um, the Averb battle didn't happen. Mm. Like, uh, I, for, I forget, was that World Dom, I want to say? No, uh, uh, shit. I want to say it was one of the blackouts, and he didn't make it, and then they rescheduled it for for mass. Right, right, and then it ha- ended up happening at mass. But it was funny because it was one of those times where I had to remember how much more we as fans can get obsessed with battle rap than sometimes even the battlers are. Because even if they right. love it, they're like almost sick of it, and they mm. don't want to be immersed in it all the time. Right. Because I was like, "Yo, man, it's too bad you and Verb didn't happen." He's like, "Yeah, you know, I don't know what happened with him." And I was like, "Oh well, I think he said." His passport, something, something, something. He's like, looked at me. He's like, you really pay attention to this shit, huh? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. When Sharon is looking down on you, that's crazy, man. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you're obsessed with this, bro. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) When Billy Pistols is looking down on you, man. I just remember, like, being, like, like the day that it happened or whatever, us, us on the phone, I was like, yo, so, you know, I, I'm a big Sharon fan, so I was like, you know, what was it like meeting Sharon? And you were like, yo, when I saw him, he was just, like, at the taco bar all by himself, just kind of eating a taco, <laughs> just, you know, at the table, just classic Sharon shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean... Oh my like, god! Like the like the backstage there was was pretty damn cool. I I will say that, and it was dope because uh, Cypher Sounds was there. He was oh, like, yeah, yeah. I love Cypher. He's like, yeah, I've known I've known him for you know a little while, but I love that dude. But he, but he was writing for him. He was writing for while and out at the time, like helping oh, out or whatever. So it was cool to get to kick it with him there. Um, word, perfect, dude. Word. He's a good guy. Trackstar friends, um, uh, my co-host friends, uh, we were having a discussion on our last episode. 
And we know Conceited to be one of the best punchers of all time, one of the most charismatic guys, one of the biggest superstars ever. However, we were asking the question, do we think that Conceited can adapt and fight with the punchers out there now like Av and Rum Nitty? What do you think would happen if Conceited was to come back and face one of these new guys? Oh shit! I know how this is gonna go. Let's okay, go, man. Now we get into <laughs> no, no, now okay, we get into okay. the battle round. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 a good question, and I'm I'm not usually that into like like super overanalyzing theoretical matchups. I love listening to people do it. I'm not into doing. I, I don't usually do it myself as much. But so here's the thing: Conceded is not gonna outpunch Rum, uh-huh. right? In ever ever in the, from 2019. From 2017 on to the end of time, Conceded is not going to outpunch Rum, mm-hmm. right? But and Rum is and Tim will tell you Rum is like my third favorite bat, like top top ten, top five. You know, I love yeah, Rum. I've yeah. actually actually I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but I got an exclusive freestyle from Rum Nitty on tomorrow ooh, night's episode of Smoking. Ooh, on serious, which, which, which shade forty five, yep. ten p.m. Oh, tomorrow, really? Friday night. I hope everybody tunes in and yeah, listens so, to this exclusive from yeah, freestyle. I, I don't know. I don't know when you guys are going to put this out, but you know, so maybe yesterday, <laughs> maybe last Friday, uh, but maybe four months uh, ago, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, so, so I love Rum, uh-huh. and lyrically, like, I, if everyone does what they're supposed to do, I'm probably going to think Rum won no matter what. But when you've got the stage presence, right? And see it has, and the and the charisma. Right, you know, I mean, it's like it's like it's like Goods level where it's like if he doesn't like it's hard to beat him, mm-hmm. right? Like almost no matter what he does. The same way you can just try your heart out, and in the first ten words, Goods can kind of like tie the battle. <laughs> it's like water, water. <laughs> now they're tied. If he says one more good thing, I guess he won. You know, like, Shit. Right, right. <laughs> like I always just think about the fucking Adi Boom battle. You know, it's like. Adi, Adi was great. And Goody says, Hey, yo, Adi. <laughs> it's over. You were fish it's over. <laughs> With that body. <laughs> you, you look. Fuck. <laughs> yo, you know what was another like, one? Yo, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Another one that it's was like that. Right. That was like the Danger Zone battle where he was like, uh, when I came in, some hoes was talking. <laughs> they said you look like Cole from Martin. Battle yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> battle was yeah. over I mean, for me. He didn't have to say anything else, man. And, it, and then I'm know, looking at I mean, Danger Zone. I'm like, yo, this fool does look like Cole from Martin. Battle done, man. Battle's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's only a handful of dudes that have like, that level of presence and cool that they just never lose their cool, you know, mm-hmm. like they never really come off it to where as long as they don't fuck up too bad, it's hard to, it's, it's almost automatic preference. Yeah. As long as, you know, as long as they come with a certain level, you know, with their normal level of shit. Yeah. Um, I, I told France, so, unless, unless conceded absolutely wanted to come back, like, yo, I miss, I yearn that competition, that gladiator sport, or I just want to embarrass somebody. Like, if he's coming back for money right. or anything else like that, he's going to get washed. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. if he comes back yeah. and says, I mean, he's I really want to do he's it. definitely not going to keep up lyrically. No. But if he's into it, and like I told him, there's something going on at that University of Wilding Out, man. I don't know, because Sharon came back. He's much better. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Clips is, like, focused again. 
Hitman continues to win battles. I'm like, what if we get the next level conceded? What if he morphs into something else? So, hey, that's a good point. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, man, it it could be crazy. I mean, I mean, he could he could literally come back. There's not a single person I'd be like, oh, that dude couldn't couldn't you know couldn't beat conceded. If conceded, you know, does elevate. Like he's just got certain dudes have a special level of shit where it's like if they come a plus. There's really nothing you can do, you know, yeah. except except make it close, you know. Right. Too much star power, man. Hey, so right now, uh, Trackstar, you're you're talking about you have your own show. What Friday nights on Shade Forty Five? Yep, yep. What time? Friday. What time is that? Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Two hours. Um, I play all like grimy, but not, it's not like underground boom bap. But, you know, like. I would say like Westside Gun and Conway are kind of like the type of like the 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 middle point type of vibe of like my show. Like okay. I play a ton of those guys, and but I play shit from all over. I play you know southern shit, Midwest shit, West Coast. Hell yeah! Um, but I just play you know you know I just I just do the digging through SoundCloud and and everything else, so everyone else doesn't have to because that's always been my favorite part about DJing is sharing music with people. It's like yo, I know about this, I like this. I think you'd like this. You don't know about this. Let me help you know about this. Right, you know? right. right. And so you you put people on to some battle rappers' music. Yeah, I play a t- I play a ton of uh, a ton of battle rappers' music on there. Um, like I, I mean, I premiered records off off Verb Bliss last year, which I mean, that, it, it, anyone who hasn't heard that project yet is bugging. That project is incredible. Project. It was like top three albums a year to me. Um. You know, I've got I've got premieres from Daylight. Um, I played shit from I mean, so many D Dot, Marv Warren, uh, Illmac. I just premiered, yeah, yeah. I just premiered a record last week. Uh, off Ruin Your Day Volume Two. It's Illmac, B Dot, Geechee, mm. and Daylight. Mm. No. Oh. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. So I had the yeah, like I had the world premiere. You know, it's the first time anyone heard that. Um, playing it again tomorrow. World, uh, world premiere. And premier. the, and and that's dope to see like people be like. Hey, Trackstar, what was that track you played? I like, I put it up. Yeah. Um, and, and they couldn't recognize that song. Where, where did you get that? And then it's like, yo, it's the shit that's not out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that that's the best. And that's the thing that like keeps me coming back and like loving doing the show above everything is like when I get a tweet, he's like, yo, I heard this song and I'm obsessed with it. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? And like, I even like it when they're like annoying about it. It's like, dude, it's been an hour. And my show just ended. Why have you already sent me six messages? <laughs> Calm down. Right. But, but I love Go that. Website, I mean, that's the passion. Man. Like, like that. That like that's why we do. Like that's why anyone who's into this shit. That's why we're into it. It's because we're a fan. It's because we're passionate. Because it gets us excited. Yeah. Um, right. You know. So like, if I can get someone excited about about the music that I think is dope, like that's the best, that's the best shit to me. So, you know, and that's the thing is like, these days I pay so much attention to battle rap and I know the reputation battle rappers have in yeah. general, which, right. you know, is somewhat earned, somewhat not, you know, like I really like providing the counter examples and providing an avenue to hopefully help some of these guys find other sources of, uh, of revenue. Cause I mean, I know you guys agree what they do is amazing. And it's like gladiator warrior shit that they don't, they don't get, you know, 99% of them don't get compensated enough for the, the, the time and energy they put in and like the art they provide and the, the risks they take, you know, so, so anything I can do to help these guys achieve, achieve more of what they want to do. I think, I think with, 
with you having the outlet that you have of being the DJ on a Shade 45 radio show, I would think battlers would be hitting you up like crazy trying to get you to put their music out on that out on that station. Is that the case? I mean, you know, ra- rappers in general. This has been 20 years of, you know, like frustration for me. Rappers in general <laughs> don't always do the greatest job of uh, pushing and, and, and promoting their shit and, you know, doing shit the, you know, the most expedient way. And it's like, you know, so, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say no. It's not as much, but everyone, everyone also has their own goals. Everyone has whatever they got going on. I don't expect, you know, I'm not sway, you know, right. I, I can't, I can't be like, yo, if you give me a premiere, it's going to change your life. You know, I'm right. someone who's excited about it and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, happy to provide the platform and I'm happy to work with whoever wants to, you know, wants to be a part of it. And I like their shit because that's the other thing is like, as much as I want to help situations, if I don't like it, I can't like, or if it's that's, trash, that's, he's not like, playing. that's kind of like my comp. It's not even if it's trash, if it's not what I want, like that's kind of like my compromise. And I'm super selfless in the way I do a lot of shit, but it's like, I'm keeping my vibe. Everything I put out, every radio show I do, I will enjoy listening back to. Period. Mm, right. 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 Like the few times, the few times I've done favors or like done it cause you know, cause I felt like I should or, or you know, shoehorn something in there that I didn't really feel excited about. Mm-hmm. I regret it afterwards. You know, mm-hmm. like I'll listen back to that show and I'll be like, why would I, pl- I don't, I don't think this is like, like I don't want to feel like fast forwarding during my own radio show. That's dumb. You know? Yeah. Right. So, right. It's the same way we feel about you know, the it. It doesn't mean it's not good because my, yeah, because like my, I mean my my taste is my taste, and I'm me. I'm just one. I'm just one person, you know. So I'm not going to say anything's whack if I don't like it, or you know, I mean certain shit's whack. That's whack. <laughs> but there's a lot of shit where I'm like, yo, that's good. I'm sure that there's tons of people who like it. I'm not one of them. I can't play it on my show, you yeah. know. Like, right. not the right not the right vibe for me or for my show or sometimes I hear one or two bars if the, sh- if the song is borderline and I hear like two bars that like annoy me I'll be like yeah that's just next time I hear this song I'm just gonna hear that bar on repeat and I'm gonna hate it so I can't you know <laughs> but 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 it all comes back to being a fan you know like it all comes back to doing shit that I'm a fan of yeah I've been on road trips coming back and um getting back into the city and I'm looking at the time and I'm like, Oh shit, my bad, uh, track stars coming on. And it's just dope that, you know, you're listening to a radio station and all of a sudden there's a Geechee Gotti song that comes on or a daylight song right. that comes on where if I'm listening to, you know, the radio stations out here, you don't, you don't get a chance to really hear your battle rap superheroes coming over the speakers mm-hmm. and like, and you're like, yo, I can turn this up in my yeah. car and celebrate these fools. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think yeah, it's a dope thing. And then also there's so many songs that I don't even know who these guys are, but I'm like, you might have a super lyrical song going on. You might have a turn up song or whatever, some throwbacks. And then all of a sudden here comes like Av, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, this is dope. Right. This is what it's supposed to be like. You know what I mean? So, oh, you battle rappers, if you're listening to the show right now, which I know a lot of you are, hit my man Trackstar up, man. Check out his show. Hit him up and then start this process, man. Let's get you guys some some airplay and whatnot, you know. But it's gonna have to fit the vibe, though. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah, and, and 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 that's an important piece of it too. Is like if you can listen to the show before you hit me up, because I have people hit me up with like 
like a strip, like, yo, I got something for your show. And it'd be like a strip club song. And it's just like, bro, you clearly do not know anything about right. me or my show. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is extremely counterproductive. You're wasting both of our time. I'm sure you have songs that, you know, might work, but, you know, in their head, they're like, oh, this is going to be the song that's popular. Yo, Trackstar, did you hey, see um, Daylight's latest freestyle on the Leakers? Yeah, yeah, actually, um, yeah, uh, I saw the clip that was on. I'm actually glad you said that because I still haven't watched the whole whole thing. But I saw a clip on uh, on some on Twitter or, or Instagram. Yeah, I mean he was killing it. Fine. Maybe I did watch the whole thing. It all it, my whole life blends together at this point. I think I actually might watch the whole thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he killed it. He yeah, killed man. it for sure. Yeah, hey. I, mean, Dave, I mean Dave's a monster, man. He's got a lot of incredible mm-hmm. incredible music. Trashstar, maybe it's a good good point to uh to ask you who your favorite battlers are um i mean like i feel like hollow and pat are kind of like kind of locked into the top two in general i mean first of all all my st louis guys like all the st louis guys got automatic entry like that's just like my automatic top five right because that's that's because that's you know that's where i come from like so my top five is burb hitman <laughs> young ill remedy and t-double or something um right but so, you know, putting my bias aside, like Hollow and Pat, uh, Rum, Peak Twerk, Peak Chess, <laughs> mm. you know, and, and with Twerk, the crazy thing is even when he chokes, he pretty much always makes up for it mm. like in that battle. So I'm just going to say Twerk. Uh, Bangs is kind of a dark horse favorite of mine. Right. Mm. Um, uh, Quantum, is it? Yeah. Like Bangs versus QP is one of my favorite battles like ever. I love that fucking battle. Who else? I really like Ill Will. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many. You know, I mean, I've, I probably got like 35 dudes in my top 10. You, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you were at both uh, Pat. At, you were at both Pat and Hollow battles. That that was the one thing that we were not going to get off the song without me saying because that's, that's I think that's my best battle rap playing game. I think outside of Mike Zombie and Pat and Hollow, yeah. I think I'm the only person that was at both of them. Talk to me about both experiences. What was it like? Yeah, so the the first one was you know was the London one, and we had a show in London the day before, mm-hmm. and so like a few weeks before, I saw the date of the Battle of the Brave, and I realized it was the day after our show, and I was like, oh shit, mm. can we change my flight? <laughs> and it, and it and it and it worked out. I got the flight pushed back a day. I got like a little Airbnb near the venue, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was at Battle of the Brave. I think I was there for seven hours to see nine rounds. Because <laughs> all the battles turned into one-rounders. Um, <laughs> Only dude who got paid was you know, Arsenal. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, but that, but that was crazy. You know, I'd never seen most of those dudes live. And, you know, um, you know, like I said, I, I only started, like, started paying attention in 2013 i didn't start going to events till like my first event in this era was like 20 like 15 i want to say my first event is where case john slapped sharon mm. i was standing right behind case john <laughs> um can we talk about that <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. went through your mind when first of all sharon is there rapping like slim jesus right with a hundred bullets right. doing the yeah. beatbox crazy within mm-hmm. itself as i'm watching it in real time before i realized there was a slap that was going down right and then right. he pulls out a prop gun like first of all how the hell do you get a prop gun in the building right right and then 
third of all, now you're like slapping the hat off of Keish. I'm like, yo, what did you right. drink that day? <laughs> that, like, what, the, what's wrong with this guy? Mm-hmm. He cold cocked his hand back, pow, slapped the hat off. Wow. I can understand the misguidedness of the son Jesus and the gun and shit, but like, <laughs> it is amazing that Sharon right, <laughs> took it upon himself. <laughs> To slap K-Shine's hat off. <laughs> that is fucking like, amazing. Like, literally, if you did, like, Mad Libs, and it was like, who's the rapper least likely to slap K-Shine's hat off? Sure. Who's the rapper Sharon is least likely to slap the hat off? <laughs> I guess, like, the most unlikely possible combination of circumstances. Yeah, I, I didn't. I was like, so what went through your head? Okay, so you see the prop gun. Wh- what are you thinking at that point? Like, wh- what's going through your mind once you see the prop gun? And then the next step, the hand going back, and then the slap. I need the breakdown from from right there. I mean, it happened really fast. Um, <laughs> it looked like slow motion the one, to us. The, the one thought I can definitely tell you I had is right after it happened, my yeah. immediately thought was. Holy shit, I got that on video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. The, the the second angle that came out, the one that came out on Rap Grid, is from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Um, Yo, yeah, K-Shot and, retaliated and, uh, yeah, so man, quickly, man. Damn. I remember I was, it was whatever, Saturday night or whatever, and I was on my couch. And you sent me like like a text, and then along with the video, it's it's like for me, it's like nine eleven. It's like I remember where what? It was oh my when, god! When Jerome slapped K Shine's hat off, and K Shine slapped him back. Like that shit is wild. I still remember, and we like my wife and I were like watching a movie. And I was like, pause it, pause it, pause it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. These two guys, they got in a fight. Oh, my God. So you, you know, Jerome, Jerome, and K-Shine, holy shit. You know, like, that <laughs> was out, man. I couldn't believe it, man. Like, <laughs> it happened so fast. And then, like, his face was so red. And he kept rapping. I was like, yo, yeah. you can't keep rapping after you get slapped. That's an automatic 3-0, man. You're supposed to leave the stage after that, like. Only Sharon can get slapped and keep rapping and not lose his dignity, man. Any other battle rapper would have been canceled a long time ago. Canceled. I'm like, why are you still rapping? Yo, the craziest part of that whole scene was John John the Don's face. When Sharon hit the hat, it's like his, his, his hood senses knew retaliation is coming up right now. This is the point where Sharon fucks up, and then Keisha comes back yeah. without, and his face is like, "Oh!" So that was your phone. <laughs> love that, man. Oh, I'm still rubbing that. my cheek from that, man. That's a battle rap moment. It's everyone it out is, there. Man. We're is. not encouraging violence. We're not saying to get violent. This is a moment that happened. Both guys have gotten past it, but in that moment. It was like, holy moly, man. This is... <laughs> Sharon got some cojones, yeah. man. That was hey. super crazy. So my main, my, my, the main thing I remember from that event, though, is how dope Chef Trez was. Because mm. I never even heard of him. I'd never even heard of him. He battled coma. I just remember thinking he was amazing, and it was on like two days prep or four days prep or something. So let me just do a quick segue here and like say, you know, Trackstar is the guy who got me into battle rap, right? And so mm-hmm. like, 
he would call me up and like tell me like, yo, there was this event that Eminem put on, and like there's this guy Daylight, and he's known for these antics, but man, Those he came out and he shit. like, <laughs> right, right. So he told me like all these all these crazy things, and like you were doing that for a good I don't know six months or something before I was finally like, fuck it, I need to check one of these out, and then you know my life was over after that, man. Um, but, right. but, 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 so, so I, everyone I, out there listening, you're, you're, you're welcome for all the lyrics on genius. Cause really, I, for real, I mean, for real, <laughs> none of them, there would be 600 less battles on genius. If it wasn't for you, you know, like that's wild. That's why, but, but I bring that up to say chef Trez, like he was one of those guys, like he had battled, it wasn't a coma battle. It was, he had battled like DNA or something. And you were like, yo, there's this guy, Chef Trez. Like he's incredible. Man. He's, he's one that you got to watch out for. I remember the same thing with Loso when Loso battled, um, Cell, right. And you were like, yo, this guy. Oh yeah, yeah that was, yeah. yeah Loso like, was yo, you got to watch out for this guy. And so like, you've always been like steps ahead of me. You know, when it when it comes to shit, like putting me on to uh, to different people who are like coming up. Well, and you know, you know, it's another thing that I that I've been remembering a lot of these. You know, especially like this past year is I was like uh, I walked into the bunker during Geechee Gotti versus Saint, mm. which was like his like breakout Word. battle. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, the one where he said uh, he said you know something about watching the battle where your mom sucks my oh, dick to see who yeah. will choke first or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And it was crazy because I, I remember walking in. I remember walking in, and I knew it was like one of the early battles between dudes that weren't really names. But I remember the room felt the way, like right. I was like, "Damn, this this shit must be special." You know, like something felt. You know, it's crazy yeah. now to see Geechee on top of everything, right? And and so when the bunker was going on, you lived pretty close to there, right? How how far were you? Uh, I mean, I was like fifteen twenty minutes. That's not bad, um, man. That was yeah, an amazing, yeah, not, not amazing venue, man. I wish I would. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I went to I think three of them. I wish I. I mean, I know like the first couple I was on the road for, but mm-hmm. the ones that I, you know, any time I was in town, and it happened, I was there. I, I was there for the disaster versus the fisher one. Mm. Yeah. Um, the thesaurus a verb one. I feel like it was the third one too. Um, I mean, I saw QP versus stress, so that was like. That was incredible. Yeah. I love that one, man. Um, that's the best one. Yeah. But you might be thinking of initiation. Though. Initiation was like 1.2 miles from my, from my spot in LA, something like that. It was like right around the corner. Yeah, it really sucked for canceled because I was really hyped to teach work. But it was still, you know, still dope. I got to see Rum for the first time. Um, got to see Geechee smash Tech Nine. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. And the uh, what was the other one? Oh, Saga and Emerson Kennedy was. Yeah, beat, I love uh, Emerson Kennedy. That thing also beat out and Mike he P was on that one. Like low key, favorite. and beat out and Mike P. Who bo- I mean, I love both those dudes. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a crazy one too. There's a lot of good battles on that. On that, card. you said it was a hundred degrees in there, man. Oh, it was way more than a hundred degrees. That was <laughs> like, no, no bullshit, no, no exaggeration. I think it was the hottest room that I've ever like been in. Ugh. Like it was crazy. Yeah, like it was like eighty. It, it was like eighty nine degrees outside, and when you went outside, it felt like air conditioning. That's not <laughs> hyperbole. <laughs> wow! Like like you'd go outside, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is incredible!" Damn. And it was literally eighty nine, ninety degrees. 
but it felt like you were walking into a refrigerator compared to yeah that was wow nuts yeah i've never felt anything like that before can you talk a little bit about you know being the dj on the jewels you have some some crossover right between run the jewels and battle rap and there's definitely some battle rappers who are big fans of the group how have those two worlds collided well uh most recently most recently uh mike was on joe rogan's podcast and joe rogan right. brought battle rap up to him mm. and mike gave me credit for keeping him up on the uh on the battle scene on right. joe rogan's oh, podcast. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool but yeah i mean you know i've i've uh you know, it's been cool because the various battles that like I've met at events or that you know I've gotten in touch with online. I mean, one of my favorite things about touring like this is I get to go to all these different cities and see the people I know in all the cities like once a year. You know, like mm-hmm. I I go to I go to every major city like once every year, at least once every two years. So I get to see all my college friends that live somewhere, or, you know, whoever. I you know I got people all over. So you know, so I definitely. I mean, battle rappers and regular rappers and DJs. I, you know, I invite people out to the shows when I can. So it's cool. You know, I've had have a, had a bunch of battlers come out to shows and kicked it. Um, uh, Mike came over to my house to watch Total Slaughter. That was pretty funny. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I think he showed up just in time for Hollow and Joe. <laughs> What'd you think of that um, battle? You know, it's funny. Everyone shits on Hollow's performance. I I think Hollow was. Great, great, uh, and honestly, oh, yeah, I mean, I, oh man, I mean, I'm not going to argue about it. I, I'm not going to argue about it, but I don't see what. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm not, you, you know, I mean, I'm not. I'm, 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 trying, I'm holding back because I'm like, you know what, man? You are the guest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go crazy. <laughs> the battle is five years old let me not turn up you know what i'm saying but i know ko tim d over there yeah it's the od did you know tim was damn near in tears when hollow took that l to math man like he was hurt over there (laughs) he didn't want to transcribe it i didn't man i watched it once i was like fuck this battle i'm never watching that shit again <laughs> yeah, but but but, but, but you're, you're, too de- you're too dedicated a soldier to the culture. Yo, <laughs> you had to do it. Yo, Tim will transcribe a Danny Myers battle as it's happening, right? <laughs> <laughs> as it's going on, yeah, and, as it's going on, and he's like, he's on the ground with this shit. And Tim's over here typing. He doesn't have another round of this shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, there actually exists. A, there actually exists a parallel universe where Tim Tim charged the battle the day before it happened. Oh my Yikers god! Yikes for lifer, yeah, man. Yikes for life. Oh, Tim, yikes for life, go. But Dan yeah, to go eight. Hey, Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, my man. No, I was, uh, I was gonna go off on a, on a Danny Myers. I would have been. Um, go ahead, um, track star. Tell me, what, what are your feelings on on Danny? I mean, Danny's incredible. I mean, you know, yeah. Yikes I mean, for life, you know, baby. It's hard. It's hard, it's, it's, it's hard to say too much bad about him. I mean, he's got you know one of the best attitudes in battle rap. That's um, a fact. Hat. That's a fact. And. You know, and and I mean, bar for bar, you can put him up against pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, can I ask y'all a question? Yeah, what yeah. do you guys think about the overzealous fans lately? You know what I'm talking about, Tim. You were there. We love mm-hmm. Danny. 
These people right. in Milwaukee were going crazy during that uh, and, during the Bankhead battle. The people in Memphis were losing their minds <laughs> in that QP right. battle, and I'm like, oh, hold right. up, what kind of drugs is everyone on right now? Because these people are acting <laughs> crazy right now. Like, it, <laughs> It's to the point where it's hard to enjoy the battle. And I'm a part-time yiker. So I want to enjoy the battle, but all this, Danny's two bars in. Someone's lifting him up by by his pants. (laughs) They're throwing his hat. They're playing Ron Robin with his hat. And I'm like, yo, what am I watching right now? Is there so much is doing too much as as an audience member? What do you guys think? Yo, I mean... I'm 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 the wrong person to ask ask about. One of my biggest pet peeves, like in the world, is people who make themselves the center of attention Thank when they're supposed yes, to. Yes, and like it, like I actually get stressed out at battle events sometimes because <laughs> I like like I can't ignore someone who's like doing too much. Right. But I also am not. I'm also not gonna like. I know it's not my place to be like, hey, uh, excuse me, would you just calm it down a little bit? So like. <laughs> right. Like I just like I get so annoyed. Like I was at a uh, at Don't Flop, mm-hmm. uh, Nestle versus Ines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was this girl. And you can hear her on the video a little bit, but I'm, I was standing right near her, so I I was hearing her like way too much, and it really like impacted how much I enjoyed watching that battle because yeah. all I could think about was like I just sit there and I'm like, yo, these two dudes spent months of their life preparing this stuff. We all came here because we wanted to enjoy it, and you have decided that it's important for us to hear your voice distracting our attention from the shit that we paid to see. We don't know who you are. We've never heard of you before today. You have no talent or reason for us to be paying attention to you instead of them right now. Right. But you're making it impossible not to. And like, it it makes me, it makes me so mad. Like, and, and all the, and all the talk that blank shit dudes, Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> Off that Martin shit. Off Fucking that mess shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> not and, and not and, and and not to single someone specific out, but during that Nestle Rom Nitty battle. Oh, uh, that's what I man. thought of right away. <laughs> the league odor was wild, man. That dude. Can we actually change the subject? I'm starting to get upset. <laughs> <laughs> It's making me mad. Hey, Yo, Nitty wanted to shout out to Chef Trez for like being the guy to be like, "Yo, man, chill, just fucking rum, quit rum doing too, this rum yeah, yeah, Rum was like, "Yo, dog, you, you paid for this like show. Second. You know what I mean? Like, you paid for this. Chill." Yeah. He was. That's why I was like, "Yo, Tim, man, how did you survive that crowd? Mm. I, I would have been tight, mm. man. I'd have <laughs> been like, shut the fuck up. I would have turned into Juicy <laughs> J, man. <laughs> fuck yeah. that." And, and like, I mean, the energy is obviously the energy coming from the crowd is important and people need to cheer. And, you know, I don't want just all quiet room, but there's definitely a line and there's definitely people that go way past that line. And it's like, you can, you can tell these people weren't like, man, I can't wait to go see this battle. They were like, man, I've been preparing my fan material (laughs) to make sure I get on camera. Like, like they're like writing reactions in advance, you know? (laughs) Okay, if I I hear a Jesse Smollett bar, it's talk that Empire shit. If I hear a 21 Savage bar, it's talk talk that that Ice shit. shit, Ice! Yeah, like... 
Nice. Like they got them, they got they they got them written on their arm in sharpie and shit. Like, oh you know, my god, shoot. I can't stand it, man. Like. I support all the small leagues by all means, guys. Please continue to develop this talent. But oh my gosh, man, you guys have got to get out just a little bit more, man. Like this is crazy. <laughs> I couldn't take it, man. But, but yeah, man, enough of that. Look at that tangent that we went on, man. Trackstar, who are some of your favorite DJs of all time? Mm. Mm. That's a good question. Um, I mean. You know the the first answer is is really all those St. Louis guys that I named. Like those are the dudes. That I named. <laughs> As DJs, I mean for real. <laughs> not, not, I'm not talking about Averb and Hitman. Holla. I was like, yo, let me find out. Averb was on the wheels of steel. <laughs> I can see Averb being a DJ. Hey, y'all hoes better dance. Come on, man. <laughs> it's the whole Dan, section. Come on Howie now. Soprano, YDX. Uh-huh. You know, all those guys, yeah, um, you know, I mean, DJ Shadow and Z Trip and that whole talk, talk. like, the, you know, like the West Coast, the West Coast scratch guys, you know, yeah. even though I'm not like a super heavy scratch guy, I still like, I love what all those dudes do, the beat junkies and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mix, mixtape wise, there's so many, so many incredible, you know, J period and Green Lantern. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, my dude, Scratch Bastard, obviously Jazzy Jeff. I mean, um, and I'm actually literally when we get off the phone, I'm going to this. There's an event here tonight where I'm gonna see Jazzy Jeff and oh, Z Trip. And wow, Jazzy Jeff, man, that's a guy. Yeah, that, yeah. He needs his props, man. For yeah, real. which is crazy because we, we we and we literally watch Fresh Prince every day in my house. <laughs> so it's crazy. Like <laughs> every day I look and I'm like, yo, that's fucking Jazzy Jeff. Man. Crazy. <laughs> I don't think people even understand because. What? Correct me if I'm wrong. He was the one that brought out the um the transformer scratch. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. My hip hop knowledge is still. I here. mean, yeah. He, I mean, he, I mean, he's got a very legit claim. You know, it's very yeah. fair to say he's like the greatest of all time or whatever he's done. Mm-hmm. He's maintained relevancy through 30 years now. Facts. Yeah. He's you know innovations. He's technology. You know, even like community stuff. He does this thing called the playlist retreat every year, where he gets all these like elite DJs and producers and musicians together at his house in uh, Connecticut or somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. And like like he he does a lot of. I mean, he's incredible. You know, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's it's crazy to watch and be like, yo, there's a lot of people who just see him as that dude who keeps getting thrown out of the right? house. Right? They have no like this, clue. Like, like this, like, this dunce, you know, this, like, dummy that keep, keeps getting, this rude dummy, you know? He's actually, like, one of the most talented, intelligent people, like, on the planet. Oh, hey, man. Trackstar, tell us about um, that event you went to like a month ago, because I know you won't bring it up, where it was five different DJs. Who are the different people who were DJing at that event? Oh, shit, uh, in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking about me DJing. I was thinking about, like, going as a spectator. And since, no. since, we, since we moved and since my daughter's been here, I don't go out hardly at all. So I'm like, oh, right. I don't remember what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I did it. We, we did an event Super Bowl weekend. It sucked because my, my flight landed literally like an hour after... Uh, John John John's one round extravaganza. And dude, <laughs> I, I could have been. I could have been. Uh, but um, yeah, no, it was, it was just Blaze, Prince Paul, Bla- Diamond Whoa. D, um, me, and uh, this, this dude Rock Most. He's like a really dope DJ in Atlanta. You talking about some East Coast yeah, gods I mean, I, over here, man? 
Right? It was, it was he crazy. He says it, it so casually, like, man. This is what I love. Right? Like, he says like, 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 oh, just, just Blaze, like, you know, just uh, yeah, Diamond like, D. No, I, mean, I was freaking out. <laughs> Dude, these <laughs> like, are like my childhood like, heroes, man. Diamond D. Stunts oh, really? Like, 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 blows my mind. He was like, oh, yeah, it went, uh, I think it went like <laughs> Prince Paul, and then it went uh, Diamond D, and then me, and then just Blaze. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, you know, that's like, crazy, man. Well, what? I mean, to be fair, Tim, when I did that to you, I was like, that was like a gag. Like, I was just being like, oh, yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> then I was just playing along. But, yeah, no, I mean, that was that was, that was was nuts. And, like, I mean, what's even crazier is just that, like, my life has been and my life and my career are at the point where I'm even capable of talking about that without, like, squealing, you know? Right. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Words. Like, you know, I'm sure my demeanor is, is not fully showing how – incredible it was but the fact that i'm even capable of speaking this way about it you know i mean i was still i was freaking out i was like like i like stole a poster off the wall like i needed to have like the poster with my name next to fucking right. prince paul's oh, you know yeah, um, right i mean prince paul like I, you know he, he had a hand in so many records that mean so much to me i mean right. just plays too obviously I mean, you know La Soul, right. grave not to mention Diggers. diamond d you know right yeah, great right. handsome boy modeling school prince among yes, thieves sir. prince among thieves just turned 20 just turned 20 years That's a couple crazy. uh a couple of weeks ago wow oh my god man damn we so, get yeah, old I mean, no, that, fellas that, that was <laughs> yeah that was that was crazy and but actually, this is a this is actually a perfect segue from from that topic into the, the bigger the bigger issue. So I DJ, and well, just is on. I go back and I'm I'm hanging out with some homies, and uh, there's this dude Fort Knox. He's like who hosts all the events in Atlanta and shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it came up. Maybe I was talking to someone about battle rap, and I was like, "Yo, you watch battle rap, son?" <laughs> and I was like. Uh, yeah, Knox, you watch Battle? He's like, yo, I watch all that shit. And I was like, oh, shit. I got it's another one. <laughs> and, you know, and it was just like, it was it was like me and Fort Knox in the back of the room, like, yelling and shit. And, <laughs> and like, Run the Jewels manager was, like, videotaping me to make fun of me and shit. He caught me, like, jumping up and down at a rum nitty bar. So. <laughs> I'm like, yo, he said he died first. What the fuck is wrong with that? You know? <laughs> Yo, people don't understand like how when you actually meet so me and Tim, we always talk about this. We're degenerates. When we actually uh-huh. meet someone in the real world who also likes oh, battle wow. rap, it's almost right. like everyone else stops moving around us and it's like, oh my Word. god, like another Word. one of you. Like we must protect <laughs> one another. <laughs> we can't die. Dude, like, and everyone's I, looking at us like we're got- crazy. I, I I got I got I got one I got one for that topic too. So uh-huh. we had a show in Atlanta, maybe like 2014, maybe early like 2015. Uh-huh. And uh, so we I used to live in Atlanta. So I'm there. I'm talking to my wife. We're next to Killer Mike sitting on a couch next to you know like across you know a couple feet away. Yeah. And Mike and Mike's talking to this dude, and I didn't really pay attention to like you know I didn't know who he was talking to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I hear the dude say. Yeah, so you know, blah 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 blah. He said something about something about battle rap. Uh-huh. And, and I like stopped talking to my wife. We were like mid conversation. <laughs> like battle rap? You're gonna bug you're gonna bug out when I I was like, yo, you talking about battle rap? Uh-huh. Oh, what's your name, bro? And he goes, Yo, peace, man, my name is Direct. 
Oh, I was that's like, crazy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was what? like, you're, yeah, you are. You are fucking direct. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and so, crazy. yeah, like the, like the rest of the, the rest of the event, like I didn't give a shit about anything except, you know, wow. kicking this dude's brain and, you know, just, just, yeah, talking about it. And me and direct talk, you know, all the time to this day. Um, and direct is a battle rapping legend, man. Co-founder of Grind yeah, Time, I mean, if you guys didn't know. Uh, owner of Rap Grid, the guy who helps put together so many of these pay-per-views man like direct is one of those guys he's a pillar i mean when y'all i know grind time mm. is defunct now but grind time had an era man where it was running things and it it set up it was a platform that basically set up so much more that goes on right now man it's almost a shame that yeah it it led down the path that it did but for the time that it was here, it left us with so many memories, man, like that I think people just don't appreciate, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, Direction, man. He's, he's a great dude and a pretty damn good rapper, too. You know, shout out, shout out Wade to Davey. Yo, he's. Uh, did you ever see the direct battle where he battled. What's my man's name? Uh, Zim? No, no, no. When he battled Young Zim? You ever mm-hmm. seen that one? I know I have. I don't remember specifically, but I, I do remember. I do remember. All right. So I didn't know that direct battle rapped at that time, but I remember Zim was, he was talking trash to him. And I'm like, hold up. The league owners talking trash back. I'm like, this is what's going on here. And then they battled. Yo, direct was nasty in that battle, man. Like he yeah. had some ill lines. He was cooking. I was shocked as hell. I was like, yo, yeah, this he, is, he, this he is can crazy. freestyle and everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's like the equivalent to like Smack uh, Battle and somebody went, that would be fire. Let me ask you guys this question. If Smack would ever say, yo, Shin, I'm battling somebody, who would you want to see Smack battle if he could battle somebody? Think about everyone who's ever said something to him, done Mm -hmm. something to him. Who would you want to see Smack battle and then throw up those smrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
B-O-L-E, like gnome. <laughs> Bolo. Or you'd be gnome. Battle of Lego. <laughs> Bolo won. <laughs> Bolo. Oh, my God. John Doe versus um, Milltown Blow and shit. That would be crazy. <laughs> Yes, I want to see oh it, man. The Milwaukee <laughs> Massacre know, at man. Bolo. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> Rap <laughs> Fan. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I want I'm, to see that, man. I'm there, man. I'm with it, man. Oh, man. Hey, hey, Trackstar, can, can you talk a minute about um, Body, about the movie? Yeah, I mean... I mean, you know, I think the significant thing is I got to go to the premiere and it was the LA premiere where like most of the rappers were at, which, you know, was crazy. You know, again, just being such a fan, it's just like, even though, you know, they're just regular dudes and, you know, like, you know, you know, you know, you know, they're just, they're just dudes. You're still like, yo, I've watched you for like hundreds of hours on YouTube, bro. Like, right. this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also cool because, you know, at this point I've like already met a bunch of them and, you know, um, so it's you know it's it's cool it's cool seeing everybody and and it's it's cool watching battle rappers interact outside of cameras mm. you know yeah because these dudes become characters and like I don't I don't read comic books right. like, bat, like battle battle rap's kind of like my comic universe you know or like there's right. all these characters and shit and it's like getting getting to watch them interact off the page right um you know so that's cool you know I mean it was it was crazy it's like. I was I was excited enough just to see the movie because I've been hearing about it for so long. But then right. I just like look around and it's like, yo, it's fucking Pat's Day, Loaded Lux, Big T, you know, Daylight, Hollow, Thesaurus, uh, you know. I mean I uh I watched the damn movie sitting next to Kid Twist. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, That's fucking wild. Um yeah, like to, to to my right in order was Kid Twist, Organic, and Anthony Michael Hall. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, insane. Yeah, people So, you know, shout out to my dude Aspects for sure. He's like a KOTD behind the scene, behind the scene guy. Although he did get mentioned on stage during World uh, World Dom. Uh, he did. Tell um, me about it. Yeah, hey, hey, Award. Uh, he had the little scheme, the, the two bands scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was like Gan. Yeah, he was like, he was like Gannett, Charles. You two know that. Uh, Whatever, but you know, U two was one of the two bands he made. He, right, made. Right. he said, "Get Gannick, Charles, and Charles, Charles's aspects." Okay, so uh, yeah, you know, it's cool. cool. It, was, it was cool uh, seeing, seeing him okay. get seeing him get the shout out. Yeah, uh, that's my dude. You know, he's. I mean, he was. He's the reason we got shown love by KOTD. You know, at Blackout, um, and you know, even yeah. just previously, like like Avi came and like me and Avi kicked it in Toronto when we were there on tour before. You know, on 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 aspects call so uh you know that dude's provided me with some cool battle rap opportunities definitely gotta shout him out wow. yeah can, can you talk for a minute how you uh how you linked up with with hollow before the pat battle uh the one on kotd where you worked with hollow to yeah, do that oh, oh yeah what, the what? usb yeah yeah yeah, yeah the USB, it's crazy yeah. That i forget that it, forget we did that um so <laughs> direct Jesus christ yeah <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of stuff and I smoke a lot of weed. I don't know. Directly uh, <laughs> connected me with Hollow um, before the Battle of the Brave Joint, just because you know I was like, I was like, you know, I know dudes don't do, probably know a lot of dudes in London, so you know, a if he wants to come to the show, I want to invite him to our show. But you know, just if he needs anything, you know, I've been to London a few times at least to know some people out there. You know, 
you know, you never know how good the leagues are going to take, take care of people. You know, right. usually they, you know, usually they do, but sometimes, you know, they like get stuck in jail or whatever. So right. <laughs> I figured I would throw it out there in case, just in case Hollow needed another number to call if he needed, you know, something, right. you know, friendly American. Um, <laughs> right. But, but like, you know, we connected the battle of the brave and, and, uh, you know, I mean, at the time and still, you know, obviously, I want to figure out ways to help battle rap grow and to help battle rappers get more out of their talent and their performances, you know? So like, I, you know, I've been, I, I sell USBs on my, on my site, rapfan.com of like all my mixtapes and shit. And so I kind of had this idea that I'd actually suggested to like, I forget who I suggested, maybe direct somebody that they should like put all their battles on a USB or like make, you know, Make a USB full of battle rap content, uh-huh. and you know, in, include some like exclusive content you can't get on YouTube or anywhere else, and you know, have it be a branded USB with your logo on it or whatever. So you know, I brought this, I, br- I brought the idea to Hollow. You know, we put together, we put together a rap fan album USB, had a bunch of my mixes on it, and a bunch of Hollow's battles, including including uh-huh. like his 106 and Park run, which right. included the last day battle, which wasn't online yet at the time. Like he put okay. online since then. But at the time, you couldn't get Oliver Supply Day online. Yeah, so that was cool. And it's crazy because I just, like, actually on the drive down, I just moved to San Diego, like, under a month ago. On the drive down, I listened to the KOTD Hollow versus Pat. So it's crazy when, like, the battle starts and, like, there's a rap fan ad at the beginning. <laughs> right? Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot Avocado did an ad with my logo in it. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, man. Fucking wow. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so that was super cool. I mean, it's super cool to hollow to be like down to try it and to, you know, uh, you know, obviously we hit it off, but I didn't, you know, he didn't know me that well, but you know, it, I mean, it speaks to the kind of dude he is like, he's, you know, like he's, he's very open and, uh, you know, he's very open to trying things. And I mean, you know, you see in his battles, he takes risks, he's, you know, he's creative. He wants to do stuff that people haven't done before. So, you know, I think it's super dope that he, was down to do it in conjunction with me. Honestly, I, try, I was, I mean, I was just trying to give people the idea. I wasn't even necessarily trying to make myself a part of it. I was just right. like, yo, you should do this, you know? Right. Um, and then I don't really remember exactly how it morphed into a collabo, but, you know, I mean, it's still, it's, it, you know, super cool that I got to, got to be a part of, you know, one of my favorite battles ever, which is Hollow versus Pet. I mean, it's literally yeah. a battle between my two favorite non St. Louis battles. <laughs> Goods and Cassidy has been announced. And I believe, what's the date, Tim? Is it um, April 27th? Oh, yeah, yeah, in Atlanta. Who do you have yep. winning this battle and why? Gabe, I mean, it's just on the line, man. Oh, boy, again? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we need the analysis. I mean... I, you know, I can't imagine a lot of scenarios where I'm going to predict that the industry rapper is going to defeat the battle rapper because right. it's a different sport, man. Like, even Le- though like Cassidy LeBron- is five thousand one and oh, <laughs> and that is that is an impressive number to make up. I do agree. Like, five, five, listen, listen, listen. Trackstar, creativity points. Trackstar. Out of all the billions of people in the world. And out of the hundreds yeah. of thousands to potentially millions that rap in the world, there's not one human being that has stepped forward and said, I have defeated Cassidy in a rap battle. Not one person. 
Think about that. I mean, no, no one's ever stepped forward and said they defeated me in a rap battle. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I think, I think, uh, I think we can move past that one. Oh, um, man. oh, that's uh, hilarious, man. I was, I, I, I was there for a rebuttal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rebuttal game crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, not I mean, one, and you know rappers are the most I, egotistical people on earth. So if one was to defeat Cassidy, you know he'd be like, "Oh no, man! I'm telling you, back in '98, we was here, and I killed them, I smoked them, and my man got it." <laughs> Not one rapper? Are you crazy? <laughs> Cassidy's undefeated, man. Five thousand sure, one. Oh, sure, but how many people has Cassidy uh, defeated? on a stage in front of hundreds of people with no beat against someone who's prepared rounds for him specifically. Not a, mm. I, I believe, I believe that number will be zero also. So. <laughs> and how many people have you know? defeated him on the stage battling with no beat? That number is also zero. <laughs> right. So, so I guess we're still back where we started. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I'm not counting him out. It's certainly, certainly possible. Yeah, right. I mean, um, all jokes aside, but, you man, know. like he's just—he talks so much shit that like it, it makes you want to believe like he's really gonna come out there and like get busy, busy. You know, I, I really don't know what's gonna happen, man. I I don't know. I'm holding out hope that I'm gonna be it super make me surprised. I mean, I, I mean, I already believe it's possible, and like, I mean, I, I hope he does. I hope I mean, I so like too. A lot, but it, the, the the more interesting thing for the world is for Cassidy to be like, all of a sudden, the greatest thing anyone's ever seen on a stage. That'd be a fucking amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's uh-huh. why I want I want him to do well because honestly, I want to see more. I guess quote unquote mainstream yeah. rappers jump in the game, yeah. and if they all keep getting yep. cooked and smoked. They won't jump in the game, and it's like, listen, if you got guys who are reputable out there, who are have sold records or, or are selling records and got a name, and they want to jump into this lane and do it for the right reasons and and help blow it up, it only makes battle rap bigger. So, like, it, it yeah, kind of like, it boggles my mind when people want to see the mainstream rapper do so terribly. I'm like, a, you're gonna get a bad show that you paid for. B, you're not gonna watch the battle again. And C the other mainstream people ain't going to want to deal with this and that's going to stop, you know, potentially some of the growth. From I agree. Rap. So I'm hoping Cassidy shows I mean, up and does well. Me too. I, I mean, I like goods better, but I'm rooting for Cassidy because that would just be the more interesting outcome and just better for battle rap. Right. right. Um, you know, I mean, and, and I was, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Joe Budden fan and, and I, you know, I, I think lyrically he did okay. Um, but the performance, it really showed, I really like that because it really showed, it really, yeah, it really showed the difference between the two games and even Joey, who's someone who's really tuned into the culture. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no substitute for experience on that kind of stage. Absolutely. It's not the same, yeah, you know, cadence like, was all off in that battle. Like, he could have won if he did, if he didn't put the mic down and if his cadence was just a little bit better and less rappery, I guess in a way, right. Like he could have walked away yeah. with that because Harwell was kind of you know pretty pedestrian in that battle. Like it was all over the place. Like Joe could have really, and that's scary to me because Harwell is one of those guys. You know what I mean? So right. for Joe Button, the guy who doesn't do this at all, to jump on that stage and almost take a victory from him, it's like yikes! That was scary, man. 
Hey, Trackstar, man, thank you so much for, for doing this shit tonight, man. Like, this oh, for sure, man. It's been this great. Trackstar, man, thank you so I much mean, for coming on the show, my dude. Yeah, no problem. I mean, if, if we weren't doing this, Tim, you and I would probably just be on the phone talking about <laughs> battle rap. And the exact it, same amount of time, right? <laughs> and it wouldn't be recorded, you know. <laughs> it wouldn't be recorded, you know. Oh um, man, I'm definitely looking forward to keeping up, man, with with um with, with Trackstar. Like when these major events go down, man, I'm definitely gonna want some of your input, man. And and once again, man, let everyone know what time the smoking section comes on, man. Plug everything you got going on, the website, the tours, everything, Trackstar. Let the people know where they can get in touch with you, my brother. For sure. Uh, so the smoking section is on J45 every Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, my merch line is at rapfan.com. Um, on Instagram, it's Trackstar the DJ. On Twitter, it's DJ Trackstar. Uh, no fancy rap spelling, just, you know, spelled regular. Right. Um, you know, I, I mean, I also got a site, djtrackstar.com, where you can basically find like, all of this shit links to all this shit in one place, just DJ Um, and then, you know, uh, we're actually kind of like chilling right now with, uh, run the jewels. Mm-hmm. The guys are working on the next album. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of shows coming up. We'll be at Soundset in Minneapolis, uh, in May. We got some shit in the UK and I think Cincinnati, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, but we're always around. So anytime run the jewels is coming, coming to your city, you know, we put on a, we put on a good rap show with the actual real DJ. So, okay. you know, being very humble right people, now. The show is incredible, people, man. People, see, people seem to like it. Actually, what's crazy <laughs> is just you know, just on some shit that I was excited about. I was with the Static Selector show earlier, and they oh. asked for callers, uh-huh. saying who like what was a good show they'd seen, and someone called in while I was listening and said "Run the Jewels." I was like, "Damn it!" Like, yeah. Coming from coming from a dude from Wisconsin, and he came up in St. Louis with like no like grand ambitions of you know any of this really i just want to do cool rap shit with my friends it's yeah. crazy to be like listening to a radio show and hearing someone calling to give the group that i'm in props wow. right you know, like that's just it's just wild man so wild. Man, you are living you know, the dream track star oh uh, it's hey it's i always say it's, it's better than the dream the dream oh. was to work work at the record store and you know have like the people in st louis respect me you know the people <sighs> in the scene that i respected i just wanted them to respect me let me work at the record store. I'm good forever. That's all I need, you know? So right. the fact that I got to do any of this shit is, you know, amazing. Damn, amazing. Man. Wow. Track star, man. Much continued success, my brother. Like I said, you are family to the show now. So anytime you got something going on, my brother, anytime you want to talk to the battle rap fans, we are here for you. And um, Word. once again, thank you so much for coming on. Let's talk battle rap. Tim, my brother, thank you once again. We are out. Peace. Peace.